What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! Mess around because she loves me so in this I know for sure But does she really wanna but can't stand to see me walking out the door Don't try to fight the feeling because the thought alone is killing me right now Thank God for mom and dad for sticking two together cause we don't know how Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Hello and welcome, everybody. Hey everybody! To another installment. Hey y'all! Of the TPS Reports podcast. I can't believe I said because I was supposed to say cuz. Cuh. They wrote cuz. Just said cuh. I mean, they wrote because. You're not gonna do the shake it, shake, shake it part. Shake it, shake it, shake it, <laughs> shake it, shake it, shake it, like a Polaroid picture. How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> Hello and welcome to another installment of the TPS Sports Podcast. Do 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 Bang. Uh, what's up, y'all's? Uh, Parch March still in full effect. Pussy. Uh, I'm drunk already. <laughs> I drove here drunk today, <laughs> yeah, despite your effort. I hit three parked cars. Yeah, the only time it was tough so far was Saturday because uh, it was John Jones fight night, and we shot a video, something we haven't really done. Right. In a while. So we had this like post video. Yeah. Did that. Like, and I, I wasn't even thinking. I was like asking, yes. like, yo, where's the nearest liquor store? I want to grab a six pack for the fights. So, idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. John Jones fight night. You should want to do a line. I want to do something. And then do another line. Yeah. And then do another line. And You're then real- hit your wife. <laughs> and then get in your car and hit a pregnant lady's car and run from the scene. Yeah, it was fine. It was the it was the only point though in the last ten days where I was just like, ah, shit, that's right. I totally forgot. I was like, I'm ready to celebrate, dude. It would have been a bummer to get coke and do a line for this fight because it was over in one minute. Right. <laughs> yeah. John now I'm just hyped. Now I'm just geeked up all night. Yeah, I wish I had some coke so I could have done that John Jones victory dance too. There's a little hula, a little <laughs> hula in the octagon. It was really cool. <laughs> no, it was a good uh, set of fights. The I mean, the best one was probably. Not the best one, but that third fight where the dude like choked him out at the end of the third. I was Easily just like, fight of the night. It was so. Uh, it was awarded fight of the night. Okay, cool. Jeff Neal versus. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. How do you say his name? Shavkat Rachmanov. Yeah, that's what I would have said. Or Shakvat. <laughs> the uh, the other undefeated European guy who's killing people at one seventy. They want to pair him up against Kamza. That's what everybody wants. Rachmanov versus Chemayev. I just don't know if Chimaev's going to come back down to 170. These guys' names are hard to say. Chimaev. Rachmanov. I don't know. Hamzat. <laughs> Hamzat. Um, yeah, that was fucking awesome. Was such a great fight. And then in the last, what, 50 seconds or so, it just looked like Rachmanov was like, I don't want this to go to the judge. I'm sick of this fight. I want it to be over. Yeah. And just gave him the bouncer choke. It was, it was hardly even an RNC, rear naked. 
Yeah, yeah. He just fucking forearmed. Well, isn't that how the? Get I mean, the fuck out of the club. There was just a lot of submission. The Bo Nickel fight was a first round sub. Bo Nick. That was a third round, but then yeah, the main event first round sub. So it's not that they're not exciting. This is bullshit. Uh, so, but it was nice to see it come at the end where it was like, oh, it's going to go to the fucking judges, and the judges oftentimes we've talked about it. They just like it's like one guy has it flip flopped or something. You know, he's like, I'm not going to leave this to chance. <coughs> right. I can destroy you right now. I have what is it, 40 seconds left. Um, Lights out. I had a 14 pick full card parlay. Hell yeah. I mean, hell yeah. I was I was 12 for 12 going into the 13th fight, Valentina Shevchenko versus Alexa Grasso. Valentina Shevchenko arguably among Amanda Nunes is the most dominant female champion in MMA history. Yeah. You know. And I said in my uh my Instagram post that morning, every time I say this, think I know how that one's going to go. It doesn't go how I think it's going to go. You got to do it because stands. Even go. if the person I assume is going to win wins, they face way more adversity than I was expecting. Yeah. I guess that was a pretty exciting fight, too. And, it's and a great another, fight. I didn't even realize another choke out. It was just like choke fest. Alexa Grasso put up a great fight. People were comparing it to when Pena beat Nunes. And I give her way more credit than Juliana Pena. Yeah. I sort of felt like this was. I don't know if it was like more jump. exciting, but yeah, she put up a, a crazy fight. Yeah, it was. I mean, it lasted longer. From the jump, she was tagging her, uh, sticking her with that cross. Yeah. And then, yeah, fucking Sevchenko made one fuck up, missed one spin kick, gave up her back for all one half of one second. And that was enough time for Grasso to sink both hooks in. Crazy. Yeah. But So that was the fight that broke up your parlay. Broke my parlay. And then Term reacted like me realizing I wasn't drinking this month. And so I was like, fuck it, cocksuck. Like, I'm happy for her. <laughs> That's cool. But come on, dude. Yeah. And then Jones won, who I had, 13 for 14 on a 14-pick parlay. That's pretty good for you. Can't you're usually it. the other way. You're gonna, one for 13. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. But you only bet like a buck, you know? It was $1, I would have made 101. So if you, I don't know, if you bet five, you know, that's just like well, such then a... I would have lost four more. Yeah, I know, but the... the yeah, <laughs> no, I, I know. Guess, I guess. But I do a bunch of them. For the potential for when you hit, you were close. You missed so my, one out of 14. That was a good pick for you. Uh, a buddy sent me this post, which says, one better turned $1 into 400000 and I'm calling bullshit. I think this is photoshopped. <laughs> I don't believe it though. Our buddy this guy Chris had, sent me a thing recently. I'm sure he's shown you, but it's like somebody who does this. Like I didn't even watch it all the way, but it's like you start with a ten dollar bet, and then he does like ten bets in a row, and if you play it right, you win like fifty thousand dollars or something. Right. And then he got to like Look, whatever week eight of doing that. There's way smarter people doing this. I don't bet anything. I'm me. just like petrified <laughs> to to lose the four dollars. This guy apparently, I'm calling bullshit. Bet one dollar on a six pick parlay, uh, but he choo- chooses methods. So he has Driscus Duplessis to win by KO in the second round, Cody Garbrandt to win by decision, Bo Nickel to win by sub in the first round, Rachmanov to win by sub in the third, Grasso to win by sub in the fourth, and Jones to win by sub in the first. I just don't believe it. I mean, people win I the don't lottery, anyone but has I believe it. It's that, like somebody got that lucky. That kind of foresight. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe you got 13 out of 14. That's crazy to me. That's just winner, though. Right. You, Round and method. Isn't calling method what makes it so much more of a potential oh, to of course. You know, return on investment? And round. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Some of those are... I, I, think, I, just, I don't, I don't want to see anyone else shine. I think the uh, Grasso one would be, how do, you, how do you even predict that? But the Jones in the first, I guess by sub is interesting. 
Bo Nickel in the first, everything you've told me about him, it seems like that's what you would have He's won said. every one of his fights by submission in the first exactly. round. Exactly. So that's it's an like, easy guess. Yeah. Um, so he should have just said everything. Picking the round is tough, but they were all, it was like almost all a choke out. Wasn't it just the one fight? How do like, you know Alexa Grasso is going to get it in the fourth round? Lucky guess. And that Jones is going to get it in the first. Yeah. And that Rachmanov is not going to get it till the third. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm not buying it. It's photoshopped. It's bullshit. That's your dream, though, to invest $1 and like be able to put a down payment on a house with it? Yeah. Change my life <laughs> with a buck. Yeah. Uh, what else? It was good, though. It was a great card. Yeah. I was I was practicing my uh, my silently angry motherfucker. You have the Pesci's. My Home Alone two. Now I was playing video games the other night, and it's since I've had my PlayStation for a year, the most upset I've got, and I, 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 I don't know what happened, dude. But like, I'm playing this game Doom, where it's just like first person shooter, and you go, oh, I know, Doom. blast mutants. My dad used to play Doom yeah. on the PC in our basement when I was a kid. Rules. And he would play it with the lights off at night, <laughs> probably stoned. Yeah. And then I would come down to ask him a question. He would like cock his fist back, <laughs> scare the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was playing this game and look, I'll get upset with the game. Like, ah, fuck, I, lo- I died again. You know, like, and it, it'll, it, you know, you do that thing. You like hold the controller in the air. You get smack it on your leg. I like smack the it Mike on my leg. Chappelle. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, so I'm doing, you enter... There's these things, they're called rune challenges, and it ruined my night, ironically. It was just like, you walk up, and then it puts you in this thing where you got to, like, it's a time challenge. You only get 10 seconds to kill 15 dudes with the shotgun, but every dude you kill with a shotgun adds a second, so you're like, you know, going like crazy. (laughs) So one of them, I entered this challenge, and you get one minute, and then they send, like, in sequence, eight bad guys, and some of them you, you know are harder to kill than others. Right. And I'm like... So I do it, and I, you die a bunch of times. The minute expires, I'm like, ah, fuck, I only killed four out of the eight. And they're like, ah, I'm getting better. I killed six out of the eight. So I keep doing it. And it's one of those things where it was late, and I was just like, as soon as I get through this dumb rune challenge, I'm done. I'm putting the controller down. And right. I just never got through it. And I wouldn't let myself give up. I was just like, it's one minute. I've been there. So it's progressing. I'm like, the, I swear, the first one, I was like, oh, this is a hard one. I've done the I'm same race you. on Need for Speed <laughs> for two straight hours before. And yeah, fucking. And Mo- not finished it. Melina is asleep on. It's one in the morning, and I'm playing. She's like asleep next to me. So as it progresses, I kept looking, and I was like, "Wow, it's been a half an hour, one minute for thirty minutes." <laughs> and then I'm like, "I can't do this much longer. It's been a half an hour. I can't beat this fucking thing." And then at one point, at around forty minutes, every time I would die, I was just like, "God sucker!" I'm trying to like whisper rage. It's whisper rage. <laughs> and then I come to my fucking senses and I started over and then I swear I was doing this for about 40 minutes once a minute for 40 minutes fuck God, suck. and then I was just like all right I shut it off dude I shut the PlayStation you off like a, it's not good for your brain and then I turned it back on <laughs> <laughs> I was like no 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 I'm because you're too amped now you're like pacing around the house like yeah. I want to put my fucking <laughs> fist through a wall and I've you're convinced at that point the only way I can alleviate this stress Oof. Is it's to either it. to put my fist through a wall, which I'm not going to do, or yeah. to beat this fucking level. It's which legitimately I, it, it, it the first has time to be possible. The first time since I was like 14, where I was like almost out an instinct, throw the controller through my expensive TV. I was just yeah. like, okay, here we go. I'm going to do it this time, and I just keep putting my, again once a minute for what ended up being about an hour and five minutes. You see, every minute I'm gonna when we grew up, we played video games on TVs with glass screens. I just wish I could project, but I don't want to wake babe. If I would have whipped my <laughs> my controller at my old TV, it would break the controller, not the TV. Yeah, it's going to go the other way this time. So 
Uh, so then, of course, I get up and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take Archie out one last time before I go to bed inevitably at like two in the morning now. And I'm just like, come here, Archie. Come, come. And I'm still like bringing that. So she wakes up. She's like, what's your problem? And it's just like nothing worse than being in your mid 30s and be like, just a dumb game. Just leave me alone. It was a stupid game. Like, I wish I could have said like, I don't know anything. I stub my toe. Anything. I was just like, no, yeah, it's a fucking game. I'd make an excuse. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that wasn't. Uh, and then I realized we got a video shoot the next morning. I was just like, I got to get my head right, yeah, dude. I, I cannot almost, wake up in this mood. I almost blew out my voice. Uh, for the I, video I didn't shoot. get close to blowing out my voice because, again, whisper rage. But a few but days fu- earlier in traffic, <laughs> I snapped just to myself. <laughs> uh, what did that sound like? I can't even do it. <laughs> Fucking picture the like the emo intro a hundred times louder. And then I'm already like playing in my head if if I blew my voice out and I can't do the video well, what excuse I'm gonna give. So I'm gonna have to play it up. Oh, you to tell I, me. I would have told you I would have exaggerated. So I would have been like laryngitis. I just got mad. I got laryngitis. I just got mad at the guy in front of me. But I've, I would have altered it. I would have been like, he brake checked me. I almost crashed. Yeah, I was about to just stay up all night and not I didn't get any almost sleep. I just was. I just hated this guy. <laughs> Before work the next day, I was just like, I gotta go to bed. I'm like, not only do I have to go to bed, it's just like I, w- I would have stayed up till five a.m. <laughs> Again, every sixty seconds, same shit. <laughs> you start like uh, I've done this too when my roommate's home. <laughs> it's embarrassing. So I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be embarrassed and just be my embarrassing self. Ooh. So I'll do that. I'll like. Uh, I'm kind of like I'll scream into a pillow. Or just doing like a, <laughs> it's like what are we fucking twelve like a silent scream. <laughs> Remember in the movie, uh, but, but when you do that, I start to like it. You like uh, deprive your brain of oxygen. You start to see yeah. like little I stars saw, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm seeing spots, dude. I saw spots. <laughs> Remember that movie? Uh, what was it called? The Jonah Hill movie, not the new one. That's a piece of shit. Oh, uh, super bad nineties kid. Uh, Mid nineties. Sarah's like. No, he can't finish the game. He's like, why? Why? What's the point? And I think it's the movie mid '90s with the skater kid. Yeah, and there's a scene where he like goes in his room and he takes the N64 controller, like the cable he wraps around his neck and like pulls oh, it. Oh, I've done that. I felt that, dude. I've, I felt represented when I saw that. I was like, when I was a kid, that's what I was like, fucking game. <laughs> and I haven't done I've that in 20 myself. years. <laughs> You've ever punched yourself? <laughs> oh yeah, that I still do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta <laughs> remind the hen who the rooster is. <laughs> Oh man, it's embarrassing. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's Doom what goes, goes on back, in my though. life. Doom yeah. is uh I mean, it's great now. This is the one retro. whatever the Have most they made a new one? It's from like 2016 or 2017. Yeah. It's not the one, but it's like that same game from the arcade where you pick up the blaster, you know. Yeah, it's just first person view with a shotgun. You're in hell. Yeah. It rules. If, if I remember correctly. I was. <laughs> Friday night I was in hell. Such hell. <laughs> and then there's a uh, Blood. Remember Blood? Came before Doom. And yeah, it's kind of the, the stuff same I see thing. when I wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of the same thing. A PC '90s game, uh, PC like the computer, not politically correct. Yeah, it's a piece of crap. This which, game. Uh, it's like first person shooter with a shotgun. It's like the same game as Doom. <sighs> Remember Blood? Uh, not as well as Doom, but yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't These a big arcade back. kid, but you know, those were my favorites. Whatever they were called, it would just be the one. I would look for the one where you pick up the big blaster and you blast. The big blaster. You just blast. This shit takes me so bad because my dad used to play these games in the basement. And my dad, that's where I get the temper. Yeah. Motherfucker! I think I get mine from old moms. Um, there was also a Castle Wolfenstein. Remember that, that game? <laughs> Castle Wolfenstein? No, I remember, uh, what was it called? Castlevania. I used to play Castlevania, dude. Maybe that was more like a fourth grade thing. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm mixing them up. 
Wolfenstein? Castle Wolfenstein is a game. Okay. Castlevania. Me and you were just like from two different gaming worlds, dude. I don't even understand. Now this is like Castlevania looks way more like anime. Uh, anyways, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. Something I could have kept inside and not told anybody about. But and then like it's like you're 35. It's a game. Take the dog out and let it <laughs> take go. it out on the dog. <laughs> take it out on the dog. So we were just talking the other night with my roommate about like there's people. I saw a video recently of this lady um, throwing like a way more embarrassing temper tantrum on the internet, like into her phone. She posted this willingly. People do that. It's crazy. About like the plug, I guess like ripped her off from what I can make out. And she's like, I, I just wanted to smoke some weed and this isn't what I wanted. Yep. Um, and, but we were saying how like, I don't have that level of addiction. This might've been because you were saying you wanted a drink where it's like, I don't freak out because I haven't smoked. I'm not like that level of I need my fix. Yeah. But I I do have uh, anger issues that are just like inherent, like genetic. I grew up with my dad and my, yeah, me my too. older brother would I was punch the holes in the walls. Mid 90s kid choking Angry myself. suburban white kids. Yeah. I know all about it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I wrote the book on that. But I, I am like, I have a temper and I, if I smoke, my temper goes away. If I smoke, I'll instantly be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why, why did I do that? Yeah. Which I did the other night or the other day when I was yelling in traffic. I went directly home and smoked a dab and, and then was immediately like, why? Why am I like this? It's embarrassing. There wasn't even anyone in the car. I didn't have to tell anyone this. For sure. And I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I felt, <laughs> I felt that. So I hit a dab and I went and uh, voted for mayor. Yeah. He Old tucked his out. head into his elbow. <laughs> it's an outdated trend, but he was dabbing at the, at the voting point. <laughs> Poll place? I don't know. I don't vote. Wow. <laughs> you didn't vote, dog? You no. didn't do your civic duty? No. To ensure that this city doesn't have to put up with four more years of Lori Baldhead Lightfoot? Well, she's out, so I did it. It worked. Yeah, she's out thanks to me. Yeah, you voted for a guy who got 2% of the vote, <laughs> I voted by the for way. Jamal Green. <laughs> he did worse than she did. Yeah, there was somebody who came to my door. Up on, like, I'm on the top floor. I just wanted to cast one vote Not that wasn't for her. Yeah, now I get that. Um... And somebody came like doing door to door polling for, I don't even think it was uh, for mayor. It was for something, an alderman, you know, in our neighborhood. Alder person. Right. Is what the ballot says. Um, I guess depending on who it is, but. It's all, all, all of my candidates are men and they still call it. They were, person. they were looking for Melina and I was like, oh, she's at work right now. And then they're like, well, can I talk to you? Can I count on your vote? And I was like, like, I couldn't even lie. Again, I just, I should have no. said, I should have said I stubbed my toe. It's not the game. And then when there's a person and they're like, well, what about you? Can we count on you for your vote? Uh. And I was like. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just backed out of it. It's a uh, that shouldn't be hard to do to just say no. Yeah, I was like, you, you can't. You just came and knocked on my door, and it's like my dog's going nuts. I'm not interested. You're not the only disenfranchised. go away, individual. Yeah. Uh, it's like no, I don't believe in any of them. But that also just made me uncomfortable. I was like, well, no. Why do I feel bad? Because I was just like, I didn't know how to like politely let her down. So I was just like, I wouldn't say you could count on it. Because you know? like, you're more or less <laughs> saying to the person, I think what you do is a big waste of time. Right. She's coming to my house and handing me stuff. It's like the Hedberg joke. You know, here, you throw this out. Right. Like a flyer. This is. It's like, ah, I don't know what you're The way you spend here. your time is stupid. But yeah, sayonara, Lori Lightfoot. That's cool. <laughs> I like seeing that. You bald bitch. I like that we're going to see less of her face on every billboard, every digital screen at O'Hare Airport. Welcome to Chicago when you're driving on yeah. the Express. It's, it's nuts. And she's not pleasant to see. 
I don't even know what these other did. Is there a winner or is it still the two guys? So now it's a, a runoff. Ra- runoff. April 4th, I think. Okay. Well, maybe I'll do my research between now and then. Brendan, but, uh, Bren, Brendan Johnson and Paul Vallis. I, I would Black dude and white dude. Hey. Black dude, as, as, defund as, as, the police. <laughs> white dude, we need more police on the streets. Those, yeah. those are your two options as far as I know. As the world's most famous pedophile once said, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. I just don't want to look at Lori Lightfoot anymore. You know, yeah. one of these guys. I'll see you in the airport it until it bothers me. That's fine. If you're now. a balding woman, yeah, <laughs> can't can't have that. Yeah, who looks like one of the people under the stairs? She's a goofy looking bitch. This fucking idiot lady. When they, this is why I voted just to not vote for her. Was the vaccine yeah. policy? Yeah. When they enacted the vaccine policy, how many people live in Chicago? It's one of those things. I don't know. Million? I don't know the percentage of the vote she got, but it's like seventeen. I was gonna say people in Chicago do not like the mayor. Seventeen. Everybody who's voting for the most part, majority not. No, voting I've never for her. seen a politician uh, do themselves so little favors and and find a way to make everyone dislike you. Yeah, not even her, just a, a politician. Uh, but when she when they enacted the vaccine policies, uh, I remember her quote being that these policies were designed to make life inconvenient for the unvaccinated. That's really smart. Yeah. Half the city is unvaccinated. That's really smart. My my city brag on a government about level how you is trying to make life hard. To make life inconvenient for half the fucking city. Now I'll vote for you again in two years. Yeah, good for job. For sure. You got my vote. Good C- job. Can I count on your vote? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is it four years for mayor or two? I thought it was two, but like I said, I don't know shit. Right. I don't know a goddamn thing. Um <laughs> Anyways, in the news this week, uh, Lori Lightfoot in voted nose. out of mayoral office. Um, another Norfolk Southern train derails in Ohio, and yeah. they assure us. Oh, it was fine this time. Right, because they were very truthful about the first one. So <laughs> yeah. I, I believe them, yo. No hazardous material on board 28 cars of Norfolk Southern train derailed in Ohio. Um, so yeah, 28 car train. I, did you see the video? Like some guy filmed it out their window. I did. And, yeah. Um, it's the second derailment of the company's trains in Ohio in a matter of weeks after a train carrying dangerous chemicals derailed in East Palestine. Uh, yeah, go on. Sorry. I was questioning why he was filming, but I guess because you're in Ohio and there's a train going by, you might just want to pull your phone out at this point. Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? I thought I had the quote from the guy. (laughs) What'd the guy say? Oh, I don't know. It says, none of the derailed cars were carrying hazardous material, and there were no injuries Allegedly. reported to the public or the two-man crew operating the train. Two live crew. Yeah. 28 cars, two-man crew. Uh, four empty non-hazardous material train cars, uh, tank cars, were involved in the derailment, which had previously carried diesel exhaust fluid and an ad- additive uh, commonly used in wastewater treatment. Um, one car containing plastic pellets was involved, and a small amount spilled out onto the soil. The Environmental Protection Agency director, Ann Vogel, said the pellets are not hazardous. Um, yeah, I guess. But the thing is, um, yeah, why did they start filming? I, I swear I read a quote from the guy. Because like, when you're stuck at a train, when you, you're on your phone, you're not doing shit for a second, you're stuck. But it's like... But when you're in Ohio... Yeah, it's like, oh, this could be the one. And perhaps a train car or two say the words Norfolk Southern. It's like watching the skies in Utah. It's like you hear about UFOs exactly. and shit. And it's like, I guess just you, you hear you should look up. I don't know. Maybe it was just a lucky grab. Um, 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 um. Okay, I think this is the guy. I was right there, and I was playing on my phone. See, there you go. And then I heard a loud bang. I'm in traffic, so of course I was playing on my phone. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. I would probably do. <laughs> my, I put the car in park, dude. There's a train. Dog, I was at the post office the Start other playing. day, and um, I watched this lady in front of me. She goes up, and she's, I think, 
looking for a package that the tracking says is, is waiting for her at the post office. So she's at the cashier. She's looking for a package. The cashier guy gets up and walks away for 20 seconds to go f- find her package and bring it to her. She pulls out Instagram, and I'm watching. She's, like, looking at reels. Yeah. I don't know. It just drove me wild. 20 seconds? She couldn't wait? You can't be not entertained for fucking 20 seconds of your life. You yeah, can't just tough. sit at the fucking cashier's desk at a post office and whistle or just, uh, you know, take Shadow in your box, surroundings. like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> Get your heart rate going. Um, so the guy who filmed it said he was playing on his phone and then he heard a loud bang. When I heard the loud bang, I started recording. So it's like before it went off the rails, there was probably the... I assume that the watching precursor. the video, I'm yeah. like, is there something I'm missing in the distance clearly, that you can see that I can't? He's already holding his phone in front of his face, so all he had to do was like press one more button. And yeah. He's just like, boom. Uh, when I heard the bang, uh, there were all kinds of debris and metal shootout from uh, under the cars, and that's when I started recording. You could see them start jumping off the tracks. Yeah, I remember uh, Final Destination. That's how Sean right. Williams Scott gets it. Yeah, you got a half a license plate teetering on the fucking... He's like... On the third rail. I'm not going to be no <laughs> stiffler. Yeah, dude. He jumped the order. He skipped the line. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, so, yeah, not looking good for Norfolk Southern. Um, and not the nose. John Morant is to miss at least two games after displaying apparent gun in video. And there's already an update <laughs> on that. It's like, I think it's indefinitely. The the two games has been ex- expanded to until we figure this out. He's not playing. Um, Yo, so what, did you ever see the video? What a dummy. I was talking to you about this. So last day. night I watched uh, the Knicks versus Celtics game. Which oh, was I wanted to ask you about that, dude. Awesome game. It was like a carbon copy of the game we were at at MSG, except yeah. at the Garden. Double overtime. Knicks somehow. I turned it on in the fourth. And they were saying how the Knicks just went yeah. on a 19-2 run or something. Those are my two backup teams. Where I just like both of those teams. Yeah, so I like watching. I was rooting for the Celtics last night. I was rooting for the Knicks. Yeah, I'm like, I got no real dog in the fight. But it's kind of like when we were when we were at MSG, dude, I had a Rose jersey on. I'm just like, I'm full on Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just like loving the game. And I couldn't believe it went a double overtime again. Yeah, that game was great. And great then right fucking after. modern rivalry. And, and classic rivalry. Like Boston, New York rules. So the second it's over, they cut to the Grizzlies game. Didn't watch that. I'm trying to remember who they were playing. I watched a lot of basketball I turned it yesterday. Off, uh, pretty soon yeah, after. No jaw. It's the first Click. thing they say, though, when they uh, start the broadcast on the Grizzlies game was that John Morant has been suspended for two games, waving a, a tiny gun around. Yeah. I saw a meme. It was like the Will Smith being handed the thing from Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a keychain. Here's the. Uh, that would be my defense if I was him. I'd be like, bro, it's one of those. It's you a know lighter. Those, you know, exactly. It's exactly what i'm gonna say you know those little fucking torch lighters where the flame comes out of the barrel yeah it's one of those here it very well could be oh by the way this is that's a lady's gun and he's like he's just geeking he's got his grill in he's got his shirt off for some reason he's just like look how happy i am look at my gun i am happy right now why does this make you so happy (laughs) it's it's too happy this is after a game like you hear about dude he's not the first nba player to get caught up for a gun charge Definitely not. It's not the first, you know, uh, he's professional maybe, athlete. Right. But like, as far as NBA goes, he could be one of the most like, with the most potential, one of the most like all-star. Right. I don't know much about in, football. In money making in the future of the league. Like it's him, dude. It's the next Jordan. Plaxico Burris. I don't, I don't remember. Popped himself. Like if, how good he was though, how big he was in the league. Yeah. I guess I don't know either. But Let's just say they were equal. He's the John Morant of the NBA and then he's carrying around his own gun. It's like, let's just get... Get a gun guy. Get a security guy. Like, don't, or at least the company you yeah, keep. I think you know, that's what it's about. The company you keep. Why? None of his friends are like, Ja, dude, yo, yo, yo. It's mid-season. This is off-season behavior. 
you know the playoffs start in next month and you're in them i mean still (laughs) this is before you made it out the hood behavior yeah you could take you're a multi-millionaire now you've done it you've you've succeeded you're living the dream that gun is hilariously small like it's like i want to love him more because he's at the club after the game it's like yeah dude be a wild boy that's fun it's like the safest way he could be waving it around he's holding it with two fingers like he's about to like like take there's it. shit on it <laughs> like it's underwear uh like yeah i'm just Debo's underwear i'm, I'm surprised not he didn't slip a straw through the i'm just i'm just disappointed you know I'm like his dad is like come on dude you're my favorite player, dude. Don't do this to me. Yeah, it's just clueless. He's young. He's a young guy. What is he, 23 or something? Not no an idea. excuse, but it's like... I mean, the gang signs don't... Gang signs. Aren't that much better. <laughs> I got money. I got money. I know. You should have a bigger gun if you have all that money. <laughs> Get an Uzi. Um, so, yeah, he did like an, an apology, whatever his statement was, taking full responsibility, and now the league is investigating him, but such just crazy avoidable behavior and like that thing about the difference between acting away like if you're angry and, the, and then the posting it you know like the plug ripped me off right Where it's like all right these are all the, but what's the i'm point telling my story it? about being angry and whatever because i thought it was funny to share with me and my fucking whisper rage but i wasn't streaming me playing it at 2 a.m so everyone could see in real time like you really should look at how embarrassing and how bad of a look this is to be filming it like, I didn't, I had to reflect on it and be like, wow, I'm a fucking idiot. That'd be funny to talk about on the podcast, probably, I don't know. But, like, he's just in there, like, gang signs, gun, I'm the next Jordan. I was, I was telling you, it's not like Pat Bev, dude. The guy we just got, it's not like, if I saw Pat Bev waving a gun in the club after a game, I'd be like, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> he's just, he's wild. He averages six points. Nobody's really. Yeah, I don't understand why, <laughs> uh, like, clout is, is so important. And there's no reason to do this other than clout. If you don't, if you're not going to film yourself or have your phone out in the first place, then you're not going to wave the gun around. Yeah, doing it for the viewer. But like, how is being an all-star NBA player not better clout mm-hmm. than waving a gun around on Instagram Live? Yeah, he really does rule. And normally, you know, me and you, we see this type of whatever. Retard. Just somebody who does something cool. It's like, oh, he's at the strip club after the fucking game. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I love this guy. I was like, just. The gun really fucks it up for me. So stupid. Very dumb. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess he had, like, now they're looking into it, and he was bringing the gun, like, on the Grizzlies team plane when they were flying to away games and stuff, and it's like, they didn't know about that. I haven't read the full story, but, like, I've just been seeing updates. This this is from, like, a day or two ago. But, yeah, that really sucks, and that could destroy them for, like, I don't know. There's bigger things in the world to worry about. Right. But come on, it's, dude. The Grizzlies are one of my teams. There's more to the like uh, shit you're not thinking about. You're already like obviously not thinking clearly. Yeah. To do it, but then that you're like. Uh, it's more of that dad. Talk. What were you thinking? You weren't thinking. That's what. Incriminating yourself on way more, uh, way more levels yeah. than just like you had it with you. Well, then they can break down. If you had it with you there, you must have had it with you on the plane. Yeah. It's safe to say though, I'm still Team Ja. Free my man's. We need him back for the playoffs. Where's Ja? <laughs> Um, we could do some <laughs> obituaries. Yeah, I need a drink. All right, yeah, I got you. Let's cue it. I need a fucking drink. Hold on, me yeah, open let me the, tell you. Me spotties. too. Yeah. All right, make sure I'm connected there. Let's hit it. Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. Fuck it, fuck, fuck, fuck. 
Well, we saw this one coming. Yeah, you teased this one a week or two ago. You're gonna have to take it out of my pool for the you know stashed episode. We did a death pool for the oh, did we? the week that I'm was the here, one, and I said Tommy Sizemore will go. Yeah, I'm not forgetting. Tom Sizemore, who we reported, what was it, two weeks ago? One yeah, week? he was in. I don't even know some anymore. Sort of critical condition, or had a brain aneurysm, being taken off his of support soon. Yeah, it was uh, evident within a day or two. He's not waking up. Well, it's jolly music, at least. At least we got the Little Mermaid soundtrack to. Um, add the some True levity. Romance soundtrack by uh, Yeah, I know Hans Zimmer. Yeah, I know. Which ripped off the Badland soundtrack by God knows who. <sighs> Tom Sizemore puts on brave face <laughs> in his like, final red carpet appearance. I sent you this New York Post article. Go look at the face that they're calling a brave face. Scroll Do I down. have to play this here? No, just scroll down. Scroll down. One more. <laughs> oh, no. He so looks let me dead guess. already. Let me, let me guess. I think he died two months ago. There's five people in the photo, and one of them looks like they're hanging by a thread. <laughs> Literally. Like Literally looks like, like he's he, hanging. <laughs> like he's, he's held up like a marionette. Yeah, he looks unwell. I don't know. You got I guess that's what you say. I wouldn't call it a brave face. It's actually kind of like no. discouraging. That's like he's gonna die soon. Face. Why yeah. is he even here? What movie is this even for? Face. Yeah, Bermuda Island. I guess Sizemore's latest film project, uh, directed by Adam Worth, follows a group of stranded vacationers who crash land on their way to a tropical destination. Uh, I already saw Triangle of Sadness. Thank you. Actors: Randy Davison, Doug Leto, Mark Anthony Cox. <laughs> And Paula Pollen. I'm sure it's a big piece of shit. <laughs> what a send off. Great. Uh, some great character acting roles. But What am I forgetting? Obviously, true romance. Heat. Yeah, yeah. There's one shot in Heat where uh, De Niro slams that guy's head on the table. Slams that. Kamaev. And then, like, everyone in the restaurant looks over, and then, so Tom Sizemore, like, gives a look to this dude. Yeah. It's like his best contribution to the movie. <laughs> I've only seen Heat beginning to end one time. It's a pretty sick movie. It's like four hours, too. I think that's why I only it's saw it. Four. It's like 240. I would say it's over three. You think it's over three? I'm pretty sure it's over three. Let's give it the test. I think it's like three and a half. Maybe I'm thinking director's cut, but that's a long fucking movie. Heat. Now every movie's long, so maybe I'm jaded. 1995. I'm going to say 250. 350. No way. 250. Yeah, it's closer to three than two, so I'm going to count that as a victory. Heat. <laughs> Let's see if this is your director's cut. Yeah, that shit's long. That's <laughs> well, not listed. Said um, about time size more than the He was in a True Romance. Him and Chris Penn are the cops who make Elliot wear the wire. Such a, that movie's just like everyone's in it. Everyone who matters to me in like the terms of 1993 cool shit is in that movie. It's, it's the bee's knees. Yeah. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Right. He's in it. I think he gets shot in the tush at one point. Yeah, Pooh Shiesty was on the scene. And um, Black Hawk Down. I, just, I can't think of any starring roles. And then, yeah, you know, he wasn't a leading man, but he's been in a ton of shit. And uh, you know, he's, he was uh, known for his um, mess of a life. <laughs> you know, he went to jail. Oh, wasn't he in one of those shows ago. like Celebrity Big Brother Rehab? Or Rehab with yeah, the Doctor Drew. Yeah, I never watched that, but I remember he was one of those like the, their big get because he was a disaster. Yeah, way back when, twenty years ago or so, he went to jail uh, for a short period for beating the shit out of Heidi Fleiss. 
who he was with for some time. I think they were both crackheads. He was a known crackhead. Hell yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned I think it two weeks when ago. You do PCP and crack back to Marky Mark and all that. It's just like, you know, it's it's not a good excuse if you can even call it one. But it's like, he was on crack. Right. You know, what, what is he going to do? Be a nice guy and hold the door for her? He's on crack. He not punch <laughs> Heidi Fleiss in her stupid face. Anyways, who's Heidi Fleiss? Am I supposed to know her from something? She or that was, was just like, this girl? She had like a nickname in the 90s. Hmm. If I were clever, I, I would have made one like, up just now. I think she just like was a celebrity whore. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think she was like a whore. That is classic Sizemore. Heidi Fleiss is an American former madam who ran an upscale prostitution ring based in Los Angeles. Is that one of Drexel's girls? Often referred to as the Hollywood Madam. Is that the one who packed Alabama's suitcase? <laughs> <laughs> From a diddle Joe. Um, that was right. Spot on. And then I, I, I read once, I don't know at what juncture in his career, I would say like probably post going to jail for beating up Heidi Fleiss. Yeah. Uh, he was accused of diddling like a 12-year-old girl on the set of a movie where in the scene she was like sitting on his knee or on his lap. What a jerk. And I believe she she like, you it's know. Like all of that fucking the horror on crack stuff was cool, but you leave the 12-year-old heinies out of it, Tom. Uh, <laughs> terms needs a refill already. Term size more. Um. So yeah, he died as we expected he would. Yeah, that's tough. How old was he? 60, late 60s? Tom... Sizemore. Damn, I just realized a great podcast bit would be to roofie one of term shots. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> I've, I've, never, I've never had a, a roofie. Oh, early 60s. I've never been in possession of a roofie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, here you go. For the next one. I'm going to get term drunk this week. The next you're, one. You're drinking for two, buddy. Is Gary Rossington. That's him, the slide guitar on okay. Freebird. The last surviving founding member of Leonard Skinnerd. I think he survived the plane crash. I think like four of them survived. I was reading I mean, up on He must on have it today. if he just died. I never uh, totally knew if the surviving members weren't on the plane right, or if they survived. I'm pretty sure he was on the plane. He was one of 20 passengers who survived the October 20th, 1977 plane crash. How many died? How many were on the... Damn, 20 people survived? Out of how many, though? Like 22 or 122? Um, It must say here... Fatalities, six. Huh. So there was 26 people right. on the flight. Well, he's dead. Yeah. Don't know, don't know much else about that guy. You know, I'm just gonna say I don't know much. I don't know much about him. You know, I like what just else? discovered is this uh, this site that I always go to, Legacy.com, with all the good obits. Yeah. If you just like click the person, it tells me all this information. So many times you've been like, "How'd they die?" I'm like, oh. "I don't know." There's a picture of them. It's every person you click. How'd they die? What date? 
Anyway. So how did this guy die? How did this guy die? Gary Rossington. Uh, what do you know? It doesn't say. <laughs> but his wiki does. Um, suffered a heart attack 2015. 2021 underwent emergency heart surgery. 2023 dead at 71. Okay, I guess it doesn't say. But he had 10 years on Tommy. Moving along. Move along. Is this Jackson Brown? This is Jackson Brown. My favorite song from Jackson Brown. Don't tell me. I'm not telling you. Um, it's like skip ahead. I am skipping ahead. Skip ahead to the how long have I been sleeping? Because guitarist David Lindley passed away, and I love his solo on Jackson Brown's "Late for the Sky." Some rules. How long have I been sleeping? How long have I been drifting along through the night? Played with musicians such as Jackson Brown, Rye Cooter, Curtis Mayfield, Dolly Parton, Warren Zevon, and more. All my life to be the one you need. Here, right here. Here's the solo. This is where uh, De Niro's watching TV. Taxi driver. He's got the gun against his head. Do 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 do. What's other Jackson Brown? I think he did uh, uh, Running on Empty. She's got to be somebody's baby. Oh, Isn't no, that Jackson Brown? No, no, no. I think so. Did he be somebody's baby tonight? I think he did, dude. He's a legend. Yes, he did. It's a good song. Do 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 Rudel doodle Rudel tee doodly doo do Thought there was something else this guy did. Oh yeah. He plays guitar on Terry Reed's Seed of Memory. You know that song from Devil's Rejects? How's it go? Rudel it for me. It's hard with another song playing. <laughs> Pause this. Pause for Rudel. Do let me just hear this thing. Do 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 Here's a little flute. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. The flute really and gives I'm it away. Gonna see the memory. Song is great. Also played with Linda Ronstadt. Rod Stewart, Leonard Cohen. Legends. From the valley below Something like that R.I.P. David Lindley To his country Anybody else this week? Oh, is there? Moving along
This week, the world said goodbye to a jazz icon, legendary saxophone player, Wayne Shorter, founding member of Weather Report, also notable contributor to Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers and the Miles Davis Quintet. Is this him singing like a lady? Oh, yeah. It's Brazilian. Portuguese. It's Brazilian Portuguese. It's like Chinese Mandarin. <laughs> um, I will read a post from the one and only Herbie Hancock. Wayne Shorter, my best friend, left us with courage in his heart, love and compassion for all, and a seeking spirit for the eternal future. He was ready for his rebirth. As it is with every human being, he is irreplaceable and was able to reach the pinnacle of excellence as a saxophonist, composer, orchestrator, and recently composer of a masterful opera. He says the name here, but I don't know how to pronounce the name, and I don't want to insult the man by doing it wrong. I'll do it. Give I'll it a whack. A <laughs> I'll give it a whack. Iphigenia? <laughs> probably right. I like to eat Iphigenia. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. No, that's pretty Bo. good. Bo. <laughs> I eat the pussy, I eat the butt, I eat everything. I eat the pachini. I eat the pachini. <laughs> I miss being around him and his special Wayneisms, but I carry his spirit within my heart always. Listen to that sex. Uh, this is a song by. Is the other name on that album? It's in cursive. You probably can't read it too well. Wayne Shorter. Nascimento. What? There's a name there? Yeah. It's in Yella. Oh, yeah. Milton Nascimento. Yes. Something like that. It's his song, but in my opinion, I mean, he's on this album. In my opinion, Wayne's version is, is the fucking highlight version. No one did this song better than Wayne. And listen to this part here. The little jam. Oh my god. This is like 1980s detective movie music. Yeah, this is like 75 or something, right? La 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 la. Okay. La 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 la. He also plays uh sax on my one of my favorite Herbie Hancock songs, Hang Up Your Hang Ups. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with Wayne Shorter, but I uh, I did have my weather report phase. Root do, root do. Definitely had my Herbie phase. Root do, root do. Root do, root do. Root do, root do. <laughs> I want to say, like, Miles Davis gave him uh, his real start. and I mean, he had his own career in jazz. He wrote the song Footprints, which is a jazz standard that's been done by a million people. In fact... Madlib. Madlib does a rendition of it on Shades of Blue. Yep. As I believe. That's how I knew it. Uh, he was a. Uh, Wayne Shorter was a Blue Note musician early in his career. 
Uh, but he was with the Miles Davis band for like six, seven, eight albums. ESP, all that shit. Nefertiti. The man is a legend, and he will be sorely missed. That's his sax right there. Uh. Roodle, doodle, doodle. R.I.P. Wayne Shorter. We hardly knew ye. Moving right. on. Moving Vettel's on. Vettel's. Uh-oh. Scoot. You would think I went to school for chiropractic. Looking good as hell today. Just sent my nigga five attestions. It's crazy how big this song is. It's like, I'm not even hating, but like, it's crazy how big this song is. I'll hate. It is a little crazy. Her eyes are really far apart. Yeah. She got, yeah. Eyes on the side yeah. of her head like flipper. <laughs> well said, Ack. Yeah, she got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her eyes, though. <laughs> Did you already say, what'd you say? Eyes on the side of her head like flipper. Okay. I was so, going to make an aquatic reference, too, because I wasn't listening. Stealing it from uh, Bobby Slayton. That um, battle axe. Well, she didn't die. Let's see here. Woman dies in Stampede. Hammerhead shark lady. It was a stampede at the Glorilla concert. Sharks. Glorillas, dude. There's just stampedes galore. <laughs> Woman dies in Stampede at Glorilla concert in Rochester. Rapper sends prayers. Um, the 33, A 33-year-old woman was killed during the stampede at the show. A uh, woman died Sunday when the audience members thought they heard gunfire inside the Main Street Armory in Rochester. A panic sent people rushing for the exits, reportedly crushing the woman to death and injuring eight others. Two suffered critical life-threatening injuries and were taken to the Strong Memorial <laughs> Hospital by ambulance. Sounds uh, about all right. I know is, is a quote. All I know, it was a lot of running. A lot of people got hurt. I see people on the ground like hurt badly. One attendee told WHEC. It was deathly packed. So I knew I had to get up out of there. Get up out of there. Um, yeah, dude, nuts. It's like, it reminds me. I was just talking about this with uh, about Travis Scott because he was just headlining Rolling Loud and they cut to him when he's at oh, ball right. games and stuff where it's like, I'm not saying he's supposed to lose his career or something because of Astroworld, but it's like, it's just like a, he lost a lot of money and he's still like, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of weird. It was, it was like a year and a half ago. It wasn't even that long ago, the Astroworld thing. And it's like, yeah, it didn't put him on a shelf. Like even, I always bring it up and it's retarded, but like, you know, Louis C.K. didn't do his, his job for wow, years. because obsessed of, with Louis C.K. I, I rewatched the, uh, the Madison Square Garden thing too. So but, funny. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you watch Chris Rock's thing? I did. I wa- okay, cool. I watched that last night. Oh, wasn't that great? I didn't think it was bad. In my ass crack. He's never been one of my like top comics because I just really don't uh, all the way get on board with the style. Women be shopping. Women be shopping. Like I like the young Chris Rock in that style. It works better as a young guy with attitude and leather jackets and than the old guy in his fifties. Kind of like has a clearer head. I thought some of the material was good though. Some of the material was good. Uh, the Lululemon stuff yeah. I thought was great. Yeah. Um. I didn't have a problem the, with. Oh, it's all about the Will Smith addressing the Will Smith. Yeah, it's thing. such a like that's what every it's flavor like, of the week hype thing. But it also did. I'm sure it did. Uh, 
just having that controversy and the people like waiting to hear when he was ready to speak about it. It's like he's got to be making buku bucks off this special. I'm, I'm sure his listenership, that, but like. You don't I think, think it's like the best marketing. You for don't something think he would have made Buku bucks just being Chris Rock anyway? I'm just saying he made more. It was good publicity yeah, for him. Had a, a the tack slap. a couple mil back, you know, onto yeah. it. What am I trying to say? We're trying to say R.I.P. You 33 year old lady at the. I'm Glow sorry that the last thing you ever had to hear was, well, apparently gunshots. Yeah. Or what sounded like gunshots and Glorilla's music. Um, you think they're gonna play Glorilla? At the, at the service? I just think it's like this damned if you do, damned if you don't thing when it comes to how you address like the, the whatever the trauma was, whether you're Aziz or Louie or Chris Rock or one of these comedians who does a thing, but it's not like... The one- Chris Rock's like the most... He, he didn't do the thing. He was right. like the victim of the thing and his whole angle is like, you're not going to see me playing the victim. He's like, I'm going to talk my shit now. By the way, it's like, I think... People wanted to putting mics in his face after it happened, like trying to get statement from Chris Rock and stuff. And good for him for just, you know, going under the radar for a while. Right. Because I feel like that impacted, dude, the material where he's talking about how much bigger he is. And he's like, he played Muhammad Ali. Doing what he does. I played a fucking zebra. Like, that's that's funny. If he wasn't a stand up comic, it might make more sense to issue a statement right away. But doing what he does is like, he's like, oh, I'm going to get this well thought out. Make some material out of it. Yeah, I wasn't mad at the material at all. I thought, like, I don't know. Like you knew it was coming. It was just a just matter of like when he was going to do it. Specifically, that part of it. Here's what I think is pretty gangster, awkward, and it, I think it didn't do a lot of help. That um, this was apparently the first ever special on Netflix that was live streamed. I think that's sick. I think that's like one I of the gangster moves cool. about it. Was he's like, I know about. He did over an hour and live like, on Netflix. No one's ever done that. And he's like, I know what I'm about to say. So I, he, I th- he kind of made a flub or two. Yes, as anybody would do. That's what Carlin made flubs in the ones that were pre-recorded and edited. And you know what I'm saying? He was pretty tight for a guy who <laughs> was the first live stream comic, right? Pretty fucking and tight. to be someone. Not only do you it have also the pressure, helps when you repeat everything you say to think about the yes. next part. <laughs> uh, not only do you have the pressure of being the first comic to be doing a live stream special on Netflix, but added pressure of I'm a world famous celebrity who this controversy happened to last year and everyone's waiting for me to you know talk about it yeah um and then during the bit he he kind of he made one little flub where he's uh, mentions the Will Smith movie Concussion, but he calls it the wrong movie. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate, but it didn't like impact. Now it's like, oh, it poor really, Chris. Poor Chris. Oh, no. We can't. Look away. He flubbed the movie. It's not even that. It just, to me, gave off an air of like... Uh, he's still a little flustered about it. Exactly. But and I wish he was it's like his more one shot, dude. on it. It's his eight mile. Of course. He had one shot. It, it was like, it was live... It was live. It certainly doesn't... Uh, that flub doesn't make me team Most Will comics Smith or whatever, but... Shoot their special it, twice. Yeah, they standard two standard two shows two recordings and you edit it night. all together. I mean, it was still edited for the whatever also, streaming why is he wearing now, but fucking Pee Wee Herman's tequila shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Who dressed this man? Uh, but no, it was funny. Um, I don't know. There was just like the pacing through some of it to me was like uh, Chris Rock's like old now. And like that old Chris Rock formula, he's kind of like doing his own formula. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Like I said, it's like uh, when you see somebody doing their thing they did is like this, you know, when I say hot, I don't mean gay hot, but like he was a hot comic. He was, you know, and he, it was because he had this style that was all, it's his brand. 
repeating screaming it a second time it's part of his brand it's like larry the cable guy saying gator done a bunch it's like right. it's part of his brand to do that it's just it's different when like an an old guy he doesn't look bad he looks like you know chris rock no, always doesn't look looked, old it was but he's an old guy sounds older guy his cadence isn't as sharp and quick as it used to be in the heyday right and uh, like when you're a young guy in your leather jacket talking your shit you know it's like i believe him yo and now it's like he has shit to be talked that everyone's waiting for. And he's just like, I love my daughter. I sent her to school. Like he has all these other things that are just like, you know, wisdom with age version of Chris Rock. But he's still doing this like, everybody knew he was a bitch. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're like, I don't know. You're not 25. Where's the leather jacket is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think also it, some of it comes off on the audience. It's his same audience from all those past specials. And they've grown older too. Yeah. So there's slightly less energy. Yeah, I certainly um, didn't think it was bad. I feel like if young Chris Rock performs the same set to this, his old audience, uh, there's more energy. You know, they start to like, they laugh more and more abundantly at some of the punchlines. Uh, but ultimately, it's a good special. I think um, that experimental first like live streamed special, uh, it went over pretty well. I thought it was pretty cool that you can't, like you, did you try to rewind at any point? You're not able to rewind. I don't uh, think I did. I think, I think I just it goes it. along with. There was like one point where I took a piss, so I just tried to do the fucking go back 15 seconds, and it wouldn't let me. Huh. And I, I pretty soon realized, like, oh, they must have formatted this so you can't fast forward and rewind. You have to watch it like That's you're weird. in the audience. That's weird. I, I kind of like that though. It's but like I, putting I, your I feel phone like away. I kind of don't believe you. Like I'm calling bullshit on that. I feel like you can rewind it because it's stream. It's an edited version of the stream, still streaming. When I watched it, why though, couldn't you pause that? It it didn't say like I'm playing. It said that I'm joining the stream when I played it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I feel like they had it formatted so that you can't. You know, you can pause it, but that's about it. You can't jump back and forth and distract yourself. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of cool. Um, do you have any more obits? No. Okay. Because uh, there is one that but definitely I sucks. Um, somebody we know personally, right? And we know has been sick uh, in recent months. But obviously, we were just kind of staying positive and holding on to hopes and all of that. But I had a a friend of a friend reach out, I think like two months ago, or maybe more than two months ago, ago to tell us that right. our our friend and uh, Canadian collaborator Skevious Tips, uh, we did. You know, we've ended it. All the songs we've done with Skeevy, as we've ended podcasts with in the past, there was a song I did with him called When I Die, which is, you know, mm -hmm. ironic now. Uh, we did Keeping It Real, and then we did Spent, which I think that was like last fall. We yeah. put the video out, and we saw him last summer, shot a video with him, and seemingly in perfect health, you know what I'm saying? There was no like, I don't know. It was just such a like, we got an email a couple a of shock. months ago that said like, yo, the Skeevious Tips is dying in the hospital. Like, yeah. we'd love it if you could like make him a... Like a video, just to something to up his spirits, and I was just, and I, I sent one too. It was just like the toughest. You, you think it's weird doing a rap video, and it's just like ah, that take wasn't the one. You yeah. know, like we just did that, but uh, it was so tough because I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. You know, our pal that we just saw is now. So I'm like getting the info, and I guess he had had like testicular cancer that spread everywhere, like. Like liver, lungs, brain just completely Jesus. was shutting him down. Yeah. Which I didn't even realize. It, obviously, I know cancer spreads, but holy shit. Uh, 
So yeah, I remember I was so self-conscious about recording the video too and just being like, it's, it's, I don't want it to come off with any any layer of doom and gloom. Like, sorry to hear about what's happening, man. It's just, wow. Like, I didn't want to send it like it was already over. Can you imagine anything you know what I'm you're going to say yeah. someone else is already saying, um, trying to keep it original. Yeah, and it's, 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 authentic. Just, it's just a tough thing when that's your friend. We can, I don't know, we can goof about Tom Sizemore until we're blue in the face. Uh, it was just like... I didn't see that coming, and the way they phrased it months ago, which I'm sure it's what the doctor said, but they were like, "It's you know, he he doesn't have much time." They were they were like, "Can you please like send a, a video so we can show right. him some stuff?" The way like it was this phrased, week because that's it, and it's been maybe the, two and a half. The months. way it was initially phrased was like, "You uh, we're expecting this to happen any day." Yeah, and then the fact that it's been a few months or a couple months, I started to kind of just grow like a. Yeah, no news the, is good news. The assumption that like maybe the condition his condition was improving. I got an update from his homie a month ago because I, I followed up. I hadn't heard anything. It had been like a month after they told me it was going to be only like a week or two. So I was like, how's his condition? Are there any updates? And they said, yeah, there's uh, just one very concerning tumor in his esophagus. If they can do a successful operation, it's only a 50-50 chance. And besides that, uh, he can move his arms. And I can almost make out every word he says, but it's a light whisper. Damn. Uh, and a massive difference since last visit. But that was optimistic. It still right. sucks. He was like having a hard time vocalizing and, and moving, but still like it was worse. So yeah, it was just like this, uh, I don't know, fleeting glimmer of hope. But I got a message today that said Skevious Tips passed away last night. So RIP to the homie. For real though, like the first time we were in Canada... Dude was at the show. Dude took care of us. When we went back to let Canada, yep, we, he let us kill time at his place. Um, took us out for drinks. There's a photo of all of us with Loudmouth and Dro and him. We all have like the limes in our mouth after a tequila right. shot at some Toronto bar. Right. It's like every time uh, we went to Toronto, like he opened for us at a, at least one Toronto show and then shows where he was in our support act we'd bring him up for our songs together we brought and stuff. him up uh, last time we were in Toronto for this song yeah dude just really fucking unfortunate to hear that so obviously I gotta you know yeah. shift the tone for a second and for real I wish I could take a shot to Skeeves um, but up. Up. I'm gonna hit him with one at oh, the man. show this yeah Saturday. man one of our like uh, day one Canada supporters Fucking brutal dude Like I, I remember when I saw the message two months ago It was like Josh is dying in the hospital like, No Like th- I, For real you think like Is this some Are you You got me Right yeah, Especially since we had so recently done the video for Spent Like you just said um, It's like no signs No signs in that whole day Hanging out with him That there was anything wrong Yeah Health wise yeah, shut me off. I don't want to hear my fucking gay voice right now. Anyways. I, I didn't say rewind it. <laughs> I love this verse. I don't want to hear your gay verse either. Dude. My verse is great on this song. It's one of my favorite features I've ever done. Wait, because you rhyme skeevious tips the whole 16? Yep. Rest in peace, Josh. Skeevious tips. Love spring. Straight uh, up. Real sorry to hear that. R.I.P., man. We knew him. Yeah. But we hardly knew him. Anyways, I wanted to do, uh, I guess, a couple of fan questions. I don't know. Maybe we'll just do one and move the rest over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. If you, uh, if you ain't know, 
we do a whole other bonus show after this ends every week. So go on over there. And like yeah, I said, the, we just uh, shot a video. Um, it's going to be a minute to get it all prepped and ready, but I'm pretty excited about it. So same spot for uh, for all the perks and the early preview of that and yada, yada. yada. Uh, um, I think it was like the last three highly recommended are all on the Patreon half of the podcast now. So maybe we are officially moving it over there. Yeah. Aren't getting, I'm still recommending albums highly. Yeah. To our free listeners. Um, so you just gotta, you gotta go over for five bucks. I was gonna say you're not recommending them to the free listeners. <laughs> you gotta get over there. Five bucks a month, you guys. Um, but let's do at least one fan question. It's time for fan questions. Doodle, 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 doodle. Yeah. Time for fan questions. All right, here is is, is, is something. Hey, I just wanted to say, fuck um guy for being a, you know what? Um, I can't wait you know until what? term is gone for really a feel. week or two <laughs> or whatever it's going to be coming up, and Act just completely biffs this show without him because Act Whoa. can't host shit. Show. Shots. Um, Ridiculous. Fired, bro. I thought he was coming for me. Guy. Um, are you willing to... Yeah, so I don't get it. You can't wait for a term to go out of town? So I, I thought it was going to be... clown good. you. What, you think I'm going to do shows without term while he's gone? Get the yeah, fuck no, out of here. Yeah, no, we already stashed two episodes for here. when I'm gone. Yeah, dude. With me on them. Yeah, so. By the way, if I can't host for shit. I'd love to see a solo term <laughs> episode. I really would. <laughs> the worst thing I really ever. would. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. It might actually turn out all right. Um, I might actually like be less pressured and feel like less of a dumbass. What you just? I, I would give you too much pressure. My glares. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you don't I want me to like hit this on you every week. You I enter this room and automatically feel like dumber. I'm your friend, dude. I automatic, but it's the record button and everything makes me feel stupider than I am. So back to the you know what um guy. We we played a voicemail of his, I guess it was last week, but it was on the Patreon half and he was saying how uh, you know, he he's not signing up for the Patreons. It's actually too um guy. Um are you willing to subscribe to my OnlyFans where I'm reposting all of the audio from that? <laughs> no. For only $2.50. You fellas have a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you, you that. If you want to follow it, it's at OnlyFans.com slash bitch. Uh, yeah. Spooky's <laughs> house. Bang. I fell apart there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether to love this guy or hate this guy. I love him. Can't stand me, but we um all agree that um guy's bitch. a broke gay bitch for sure. Yeah, guy loves you. Um, I, I was gonna say that wasn't much of a question. That question no. was for um guy, right? And first of all, you know, term rudal dues over jazz albums. Let's not start doling out lifetime achievement awards. You know? I mean, I'm, I'm doing what I can. I'm pretty entertaining. <laughs> we all know that this podcast would be nothing without term, and I mean that. Uh, right. But I'll with with it. just term. Also nothing. Right. Zero sum game. This is a, a team effort. <laughs> Package deal. All right. If it was it was my show, I would just be ranting to nobody about like oh. Ukraine and Obama. All right, here's one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my roommate, when you left the other night, got into like a, a thing about Obama where he was just like, 
high off an edible and not even listening and and i'm like all into it uh, by it's again embarrassment is the name of the game <laughs> where by the next day i was just like the fuck is wrong with me dude why can't i just like chill chill <laughs> and have fun uh, yeah, I don't know. I tell myself that every day. <laughs> well, the, I'm uh, playing a video game. I'm like, why can't I chill and just have fun? It's supposed to be fun. The game is in the name of what it is. It's the name of the game, as you just said. He likened me to, um, remember the Louis Theroux with the Westboro Baptists, where they show the little kid who's like, it's this nation of figs. <laughs> he likened me to that kid, and I was like, fuck. Wow. You got me. <laughs> I got jab. I, I, I got jab. All right, here's one more thing, and we'll see if it's any good. Yo, um, guy, if you can't afford five goddamn dollars a month, stop calling in and wasting all of the rest of our fucking time. I pay money for this <laughs> gladly because the squares are my fucking homosexual boys. We're so gay, okay? <laughs> you, you're not I'm so gay. gay. You're so ungay. Because you won't pay five goddamn... Fuck you, bro. I... Fuck, fuck you. You ain't even gonna hear this. I'm guy. Kill yourself. I am so... (laughs) (laughs) No, he'll hear this. I'm trying... I played it on this half because I want to encourage him, you know... To kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm trying to do a shot to um guy next week. I already lost one friend this week. Um, And that's right. I consider you a friend um guy. Uh, But two trains... Facetious. That's that shit. Talk your shit. <laughs> All right. It's the best two trains call we've ever gotten. Uh, you guys, this Saturday in Chicago, don't forget, uh, March 11th at Martyrs, we're headlining a show, and we have our pals from Tiny Chain Gang opening up, doing some tunes before our set. The Palmer Squares, Tiny Chain Gang, Martyrs, March 11th in Chicago. Yeah, they, uh, I better see Every one of you listening there, you I don't care where you're bitches. listening. If you're in England, book your flight now. Get over there. Take a boat. If um, you're in fucking Ghana, then I'm gonna see you at the show, bro. Oh, what else? The Palmer Squares. Uh, we've ever had a listener from Ghana. I'm gonna say no. I know that we can look at like demographics for our music. And on Spotify, our music gets streamed in 170 countries. Yeah, that's music. That's the thing that people actually give a shit about. Our podcast is on Spotify, though. Yeah, that's part of the problem. People won't let go of the Spotify. They're like, well, I'd listen to it here, and I don't want to have to go to some other podcast app, you know, where they're supposed to exist. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Uh, tbsawardspodcast at gmail.com and 708-797-3079 we do have a doozy I have a couple of stories that I was just going to see what we could get into on the first half but I'm actually prepared this week with some stuff I want to talk about including something Term sent me oh, for the Patreon that is episode? astounding last week we talked about on the Patreon half we were talking about uh, Mark Wahlberg and people were mad oh yeah I, was, I thought we were going to do it here well we're out of time we're out Anyways, of time we got a doozy with Marky Mark over there and I, I could maybe do the whole episode on this nine-second clip. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I have much <laughs> to say about it. I know. It's just, I, it leaves me speechless. Back to embarrassment being the name of the game. Yeah, it's one this of those. This guy's playing the game, too. It's one of those <laughs> clips where it's like, it's great. I want everyone to see it. I don't know if I have much to say on it. It baffles me. I just want to play it. Uh, so we'll start with Marky Mark again. And uh, palmersquares.com slash shop. 
Planet of the Shapes vinyl, also still on sale, bishoprecords.com. Go on over there and get yourself a record. I think we're going to have some at the show this Saturday, too. And we have a new Palmer Squares t-shirt that we're going to be debuting on sale this Saturday in Chicago. And if there's any left over, maybe you'll see those online, too. But they're pretty fucking sweet. They are pretty fucking sweet. Um, What can we say about them? What can we, like, hint at? (laughs) Get you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the Palmer Square is P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. And uh, I almost forgot. It's not just the show in Chicago this Saturday. After that, we are playing a show with uh, Pudge, Ben Buck, the homies in Nam in Denton, Texas at Harvest House. That's April 7th. Uh, and then we start our five-night run with Bad Fish, Fayetteville, Arkansas at JJ's Live, <laughs> April 12th, Tulsa, Oklahoma at Canes, April 13th, Grapevine, Texas at the Gla- Glass Cactus, April 14th, Austin, Texas at Empire the 15th, and Houston, Texas, April 16th at the House of Blues. Some kid uh, messaged me. I think it was Fayetteville. Yeah, you're from Fayetteville. Where, uh, where he's like, he was saying like uh, the venue like still hasn't put your name on the bill. Yeah, we're used to they're that. They're just advertising bad fish. I don't know how you're, they're supposed to move tickets without. And I was like, bro. Yeah, don't, just don't sweat it. Bad fish will move the tickets. <laughs> they don't need us to sell the tickets. I don't know if you ever seen bad fish or heard of them. They're ticket movers. They're ticket movers. There's a lot of fucking middle-aged sublime fans out there. Who are clamoring for a bad fish ticket? Um, I guess that's I'm it. I'm not worried about it. I don't know. Am I forgetting anything else? Um, are you forgetting anything else? We got to get over to. We yeah, got to get know. that drip drip on Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Sign up for five dollars a month Dude, and Mark uh, get all sorts of goodies. Is an asshole. <laughs> I thought <laughs> not for, for a the second, reasons we talked about. Last I was week. like, it's kind of cool for those reasons. I was yeah, like, dude, he was whooping ass on PCP. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then he, he, he uh, def- like, he overcompensated. What am I trying to say? He rules <laughs> until this. Uh-huh. No, um, like the video we were talking about. I, I wanted to give it maybe a benefit of the doubt of being like an old thing that's being resurfaced because of the new, like. It would be so controversy funny Controversy for lack of a better word Him giving an award to the cast of like, everything Yeah overall. you think that's it's bad It's not even a controversy Look at the drip uh, But you, then he was at the John Jones fight the other night You could see him He's like front it's row it's And sponsor. he's again head to toe Alright we're getting ahead of ourselves you guys Go over we're to Patreon We're getting ahead to toe in <laughs> municipal <laughs> above, Ahead of ourselves um, I guess that's it uh, If you haven't heard American Psycho yet Which you have Go stream it. Go stream it again. Um, and stay tuned for the Junkyard Samurai uh, full project. We might do another single. I don't think it's a might. We're doing another single. I just don't know exactly when. Might do two more singles. We might just release the album in singles um, and really milk this year for everything it's worth. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned for that. We're trying to have the album out by early summer. Um, so in the meantime, uh, like I, I, we've already ended with all the skeevious stuff. Go stream skeevious tips too. Um, and this Saturday is not just our show, but it is the three-year anniversary of With or Without It. So I figured, why not do something we rarely ever do and end with one of our own songs, uh, bringing the '90s back from Wowie. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you on Patreon, hopefully, in two seconds. Kill Whitey. Remember back in the day 
days when getting high was still exciting Now it's just a habit I require when I'm writing Feeling wired on my grind Trying to finalize and edit Cause the fire we're igniting is a wild one Spread it Man, I don't even wanna think about my credit All I wanna do is smoke and eat pizza I'm pathetic Speaking of, people love to treat me like a peasant Keep it up I heard resentment can defeat you if you let it I'm clear-headed Taught to forgive and then forget it Phonetically inconceivable Seemingly schizophrenic Never deceitful We only feel it if it's poetic I'm sipping a 7-Up with a cigarette Copacetic, it's open season Smoke sativa by the seesaw See me and my team gone Speeding in a Nissan Hopeless MCs get heated when I speak Cerebrally unique so you gon' see me at the peak Started jackets of my favorite team Cabbage patch and asking ladies if it's Maybelline Nothing came between a friendship like a girl did Fuck, head, that should make the world spin You either scarred from it or you starved for the past Turn starred in the play act March with the band man Walk with the walk man and talk to the hand Animated if suspended vanguard if you ban uh. I remember practicing my penmanship Shit, I remember having to remember shit Each day pass a little faster than the day before Having wrestling matches on the basement floor Which, by the way, was molten lava Nerf gun totin' load the chopper Gotcha So give me the vinyl scratch The Michael Jack with a rhinoplast If I know act, he'll be bringing Bringin the 90s back I like my Nikes black My jeans blue and my dime piece tapped Hey, speaking of my team, we're tightly wrapped A lively pack of tyrants on your Live League app Acting terminal, burning all this hybrid hash Watching the Lion King higher than Kyrie's stats I got the glassy-eyed glance of a Siamese cat a sensei teaching Tai Chi class Yeah, yeah I'm bringing the 90s back Leading a nine-piece band It feels divine to be in high demand We imbibe at dive bars Inclined to climb charts Fine art Five stars like a Chinese flag Flee the crime scene Driving in a high-speed dash Hit the gas Non-compliant when the high beams flash Yeah, I'm bringing the 90s back So why be sad? Time machine rap Rewind the track